What's up? What's up, guys? Welcome back to another Armin Rob podcast. And I have an amazing, amazing podcast for you today. So remember when we did a previous show about how the Pfizer mRNA vaccines reprogram the innate immune systems? Well, we have breaking news out of Israel. If you guys don't know, not only is Israel experiencing a COVID-19 outbreak, despite having, I think, 70 or 60 to 70% of their population fully vaccinated, they're, not, they're also seeing a resurgence in viruses that they usually did not see during this time of the year. So let's read this article, and then I'm going to reference that study that came out in May about the reprogramming of the innate immune system. I'm going to tie this all together for you. So this article is from the Jerusalem Post. It came out June uh, 17, 2021, which is like almost three weeks ago. And it says, and I quote, the corona crisis might be over, but all over Israel, adults and children are getting sick with viral infections and a phenomenon that is unprecedented for this time of the year, according to several medical professionals. Quote, we have never seen anything like this, said Dr. Tal Brosh, head of infectious disease unit at the Samson Asuda Ashdod Hospital. We've been monitoring viral infections in the hospital, which of course is just the tip of the iceberg of what is going on in the community. As for each hospitalized patient, there are many more out there. Since the spring, we have been seeing an increasing number of respiratory diseases. And since May, there has been a surge in RSV cases. RSV or respiratory syncytial virus usually appears in the winter together with the influenza. And it is especially serious for very young children and older vulnerable adults. We usually see it disappearing in the summer, but if we consider the numbers now, it looks like winter in previous years. During the winter 2021-2020, we did not see one individual case of RSV. Wow, people. So again, um, respiratory syncytial virus. Let's just, you know, for everybody out there that doesn't know what that is, I'm going to do a quick um, summary as far as, you know, what is this virus? And just to give you some background on this, right? So respiratory syncytial virus, and this is straight from the CDC's website, is a common respiratory virus that usually causes mild cold-like symptoms. Most people can recover in a week or two, but RSV can be serious, especially for infants and older adults. RSV is the most common cause of bronchiolitis, inflammation of the small airways in the lung, and pneumonia in children younger than one year of age in the United States. So yes, this can lead to pneumonia, bronchiolitis, and they didn't have one single case last summer, but now all of a sudden, in one of the world's highest vaccinated places, um, it's spreading, and it's not just spreading um, in Israel. It's spreading all over America. So this article is from Click2 Houston. And it says here, the CDC has issued a health advisory after RSV cases rise across the South, including Texas. So according to the CDC's advisory, health officials have seen an increase in RSV cases in Alabama, Arkansas, Florida, Georgia, Kentucky, Louisiana, Mississippi, New Mexico, North Carolina, Oklahoma, South Carolina, Tennessee, and, and Texas, okay? So all of a sudden, um, we have this huge 
increase in respiratory syncytial virus. And I'm gonna link that to the vaccine in a second, but let's just continue. So remember, they said last year they didn't have a single case of RSV, and now this year there's an explosion of cases in Israel. Um, <clears throat> now let's also continue. So it says RSV is not the only virus that is widely circulating. Other diseases that are currently infecting a growing number of people are a type of adenovirus, the human metonumovirus, and the rhinovirus. All of them are associated with respiratory symptoms and other symptoms similar to those of a severe cold. At the same time, influenza has not hit the country since the winter previous to the pandemic. However, we are not checking the type of virus in all cases, said Dr. Tao. Sneer, director of the adolescent clinic at Tel Aviv Sarasky Medical Center. Sneer noted that after the year of the pandemic, it is not surprising that these diseases are reappearing. We did not see them during the winter because we were wearing masks and because of the lockdowns, but they are normal viruses. The number of children hospitalized with respiratory and gastrointestinal diseases has been exceptional. Also at Sharay Zedek Medical Center in Jerusalem said Dr. Laura Weiser, director of the Department of Pediatric Emergency Medicine. Children are going back to school, seeing friends and having a normal life, and these viruses are taking their revenge. This is not a pandemic. These viruses exist in the country and every winter comes with illnesses. What is weird now is the season, and we don't know whether this will die soon or continue to the next winter and what will actually happen next winter. Okay, now, so, um, I want to get everybody back to this research that came out in May, which talked about how the Pfizer vote vaccines reprogrammed the innate immune system. Your innate immune system is your frontline defense against pathogens, bacteria, and viruses, right? So let's talk about what the implications of this and how we're already seeing it. So it says here that innate immune cells following vaccination had a reduced response to toll-like receptor 4, toll-like receptor 7, and toll-like receptor 8, all ligands that play an important role in the immune response to viral infection. Nita and colleagues also found that cytokine responses to fungi were increased following vaccination. The mRNA BNT162B2 vaccine induces complex functional reprogramming of innate immune responses, which should be considered in the development and use of this new class of vaccines. So here we go. So it, it does induce effective humoral and cellular immunity against variants. However, multiple studies have shown that long-term innate immune responses can be either increased, which is called trained immunity, or down-regulated innate immune tolerance after certain vaccines or infections. And now let's get more into this. So what am I looking for? The production of the anti-inflammatory cytokine interleukin-1RA was reduced in response to toll-like receptors 4 and C albicons. This also suggests a shift towards increased inflammatory responses to fungi, 
following vaccinations, okay? So not only does it reprogram your adaptive immune system, it reprograms your innate immune system, okay? Now, now this is the key part that I want you to take away from this study. It says our findings need to be confirmed by conducting larger cohort studies with populations with diverse backgrounds, while further studies should examine the potential interactions between this vaccine and other vaccines. So with that being said, your innate immune system, those toll-like receptors have to do with how your body responds to viruses. And if it's down-regulated, then your body does not produce a response. Let's, let's just break down TLR4 for a second. So toll-like receptor four recognizes and is activated by a core component of the outer membrane of gram-negative bacteria and it's responsible for the immunostimulatory activity of LPS. So when this is reprogrammed, okay, this TLR4 is down-regulated, then your body cannot recognize uh, bacteria, gram-negative bacteria. So that's a problem because if it's down-regulated and these viruses um, which lead to pneumonia, right? Bronchiolitis is inflammation, bacteria in the lungs. Um, also, what we call a cytokine storm. Those things are caused by uh, the dysregulation of your immune system, hence the increased inflammatory response to fungus. So this increasing of, of fungi response, bacteria response is because the body has been reprogrammed. You have reprogrammed our innate immune system that we have built from birth. You have reprogrammed that, weakened it, and also reprogrammed our adaptive immune system, which has to do with um, our antibody response, right? So, so now in order for this to work properly, you have to understand that when, whenever we talk about TLR4, TLR7, TLR8, these are pattern recognition receptors. So they're looking for a pattern, for a pathogen that the body has seen before and, they're, and they already should be able to, to hurry up and get it under control. But if you downregulate that and reprogram that um, through these vaccines, then it's gonna bypass the innate immune system and just wreak havoc. And that's exactly what we're seeing with um, respiratory syncytial virus, okay? Syncytial, so pay attention to that word, RSV. So let's look that up again, because I want you guys to understand that these vaccines have syncytin in them, okay? So when we talk about syncytial, we have syncytia already in us. So um, now let's talk about syncytin real quick so you can understand how this is all connected. So let's type that in, syncytia. Right. So syncytial formation is induced by viral infection. Syncytia is formed by fusion of an infected cell with neighboring cells, by leading to the formation of multinucleate and large cells. The event is induced by surface expression of viral fusion protein that are fusogenic directly at the host cell membrane. Syncytia canonically happen with the virus is able to directly fuse at the cellular surface without the need of endocytosis. So um, this syncytia, this syncytia formation, notice that this virus is called respiratory syncytial virus, okay? 
and it's also called um, HRSV, and it is a contagious virus that causes infections of the respiratory tract. So when we talk about SARS-CoV-2, the spike protein, the spike protein in syncytia, All right, so here's an article right here that says SARS-CoV-2 spike protein. The spike protein dictates syncytium-mediated lymphocyte elimination, all right? So what we're saying here is that the heterotypic cell and cell structures with lymphocytes are prevalent in lung tissues of coronavirus disease patients. These unique cellular structures are a direct result of SARS-CoV-2 infection as the expression of the SARS-CoV-2 spike glycoprotein is sufficient to induce a rapid, literally a 45.1 nanometer per second membrane fusion to produce syncytium, which could readily internalize multiple lines of lymphocytes to form typical cell and cell structures, remarkably leading to the death of internalized cells, people. So what they're telling you right here is the spike protein can induce syncytium. So everybody that's been vaccinated, okay, is producing billions and billions of spike proteins. Now, after they didn't have a single case of RSV last year, now they're seeing an explosion of cases in the middle of the summer, okay? So you don't even usually see um, this kind of infection during the summer because vitamin D levels are much higher Okay, and so our immune system is stronger. We're outside, we're active, we're breathing in fresh air, working out, sweating out toxins. But for some reason, after not seeing a single case last year, we're seeing a surge in cases this year. And that's because we have proof that the spike protein produces syncytium. And just remember, syncytium is just the fusion of a virus with uninfected cells. And so that's what we call syncytium when it's, it's a fusion and it's starting to create these large infected cells in your lungs or in a different part of your body, but the spike protein is what does that. So here we have the proof. Here we have the proof that the spike protein is causing not only, you know, there's people that are tested positive with the Delta variant, even though they're fully vaccinated, they're also starting to awaken um, these dormant retroviruses or these dormant viruses that we usually don't see in the summer, like respiratory syndrome virus or pneumonia virus. So that is what is happening, people, because of the spike protein, okay? So this is shocking. This is, you know, unbelievable. This is just, you know, crazy because, you know, we never thought we would see not only are we dealing with SARS-CoV-2, viruses that usually we don't really see in the summer, now we're starting to see them. So that reprogramming of the innate immune system is very serious. It's definitely something that's caused by the spike protein. And I'll, I'm glad that I'm one of the first people to actually put this together. I'm gonna to continue to research this, but everybody can see here that the spike protein is what dictates sensation. <laughs> so there you have it. Um, you know, it's it's definitely all over the the scientific literature. 
Okay, it's all over, all over the scientific literature. You can, you can get into it right here. Um, and it's, it's telling you right here, you know, the sensation formation. So, you know, it's, it's caused by SARS-CoV-2 infected cells, specifically the S protein or the spike protein. That's what causes it. So um, just to let you guys know that this is what's happening in Israel, it's crazy. Uh, it doesn't make any sense. You know, this spike protein is causing a lot of problems, but this is due to the innate programming, reprogramming of the innate immune system. And I'll leave you. Um, we also need to talk about TLR7, right? Because that's another pathway that was um, affected by the Pfizer vaccine. So this gene, mind you, this is a gene. So if they're telling you that this vaccine alters TLR4, TLR4, TLR7, TLR8, it has definitely reprogrammed the genes of the immune system. But they're going to continue to try to say, oh, this, this mRNA can't get into your DNA, can't get into your genome, it can't affect that. But this is a gene, okay? And um, this, this TLR7, again, its job is to detect single-stranded RNA. It recognizes RNA um, so that it can figure out what our virus is, uh, so that it can then pass them to macrophages. TLR7 also recognizes HIV, HCV. Um, it can, it plays a huge role in the pathogenesis of autoimmune disorders such as lupus, as well as in the regulation of antiviral um, immunity. So when this is down-regulated, then a person can definitely have a chance for developing an autoimmune disease. And it says right here that it was discovered that a deficient TLR7 gene caused several young patients to become seriously ill after being infected by SARS-CoV-2. So again, um, this is a huge problem. Um, this is very serious. Um, these genes have been reprogrammed by this vaccine um, and also TLR8. Okay, so TLR8 has to do with um, you being susceptible to pulmonary tuberculosis. Okay, so it, it recognizes the flu, it recognizes Sendai and Kosek B viruses. Um, and yeah, when you don't have these stimulants, um, you know, you can, you're more likely to have a cancer or some type of autoimmune disorder. So with that being said, I just want to do a quick little podcast to show you guys the link between the mRNA vaccines and this sudden surge in respiratory syndrome virus because it's happening globally, not just in Israel, but everywhere. So with that being said, make sure you share this podcast, share this information with someone, and I will see you guys in the next show. Peace.